0: All right. Whenever you're ready, Chris.
1: Oh, we're we recording already.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna get better at letting you know when that starts. Hello,
1: everybody. Welcome to the WCCF Tech Plays Talks podcast. Things we've got me, which is always special. We've got Keith, which Hello. is Keith and we have Alessio still just a voice without a face
0: he's got a face there's a face down there you can see it <laughs> yeah.
1: my yeah okay so yeah this week <laughs> <laughs> oh god so this week we've got a few talking points um got talking about Netflix Microsoft Microsoft surprising take 2 take 2 and then Time splitters, time splitters, splitter. <laughs> hey, and then we'll talk about what we're paying, play, paying, playing, playing, paying. I'm starting paying to sound like it's right. Place. Been... Yeah, I'm starting You're to sound like a right. So I'm CEO and CEO now. What are you paying me? But so <laughs> Netflix, Netflix are looking into getting more involved in games, which both in their sense of things where they're creating game-related media, so we know about the upcoming Assassin's Creed game, um, live-action series, um, adaptations of Resident Evil, Tomb Raider, Dragon's Dogma, and to be fair, I'm just waiting for them to make a Banjo and Kazooie anime. I don't know. But, yeah, I think part of the thing is they're looking to get involved in more actual video games. So I reviewed the Stranger Things 3 game and the Narcos game, which were both licensed by Netflix, and um, one was decent, one was utter dog shit.
0: Ooh, which one was the bad one? What do you think? I don't know. I have a guess. Uh, It wasn't, the Stranger Things was the better one, right? Yes.
2: Okay.
1: Narcos was um, dog shit that bad huh that's, that's all uh, yeah when you make a turn based strategy game and you can only move one unit out of a team of four plus Ew. per turn that's not good you can't you know it's just not good but yeah so Netflix getting into games and more game related series what do
3: you think well actually yeah the interesting tidbit uh, from this report uh, which appeared on the information first, it's uh, basically that they are looking to do something along the lines of uh, Apple Arcade, which, of course, makes sense since it is Netflix. Hmm. So basically, you, su- you subscribe and you get
2: some games uh, for your fee. Hmm. Again, so, so Windows Live course. and everything else
3: they will need some games <laughs> first, you know? So Yeah. They need a bit of, uh, Do they have I anything mean, lined up? Not that we know of, but, uh, I mean, they've uh, showed that they're willing to invest a lot in content, at least with the TVs and movies. So if they are really serious about games, I guess we can You can expect uh, the same Uh, eventually, although I think it probably will take a few years at least.
1: Oh, yeah. They're certainly interested because they've got their own versions, well, their own adaptations like animated things or even live action of practically every single game series ever made now. Or at least every single game series ever made is getting made into something on Netflix.
3: The Witcher, They're also working on Assassin's Creed TV series. so
1: That could be good. I, you know, I enjoyed the film, so yeah. I think really? I enjoyed I've the film more than I enjoyed the games. Really?
0: <laughs> Chris, you well, may be in yeah. the minority on that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that's because the games just sort of lost their luster for me when they made five games a year. Well, now they're not. Maybe it'll be don't free to play. Friends. Yeah, that's not. Problem. Don't start. Okay. With, don't give them any ideas. You know, I've not actually... I need to play Valhalla. I really do. Um, and to be fair, I need to play more of Origins. I think I've I spent about an hour on Origins and other things cropped up. But yeah, they're different now. So maybe they're better than... I lost interest in Assassin's Creed when they milked Assassin's Creed 2. By creating about fifty versions of the game, what was it? Assassin's Creed Two, Brotherhood, Revelations, Reborn, Ezio goes to Hollywood.
2: Oh lord! <laughs> I don't know.
1: But yeah, that's I. I never even played three, and I, I played Black Flag actually. That was good, but then again, it lost me after that again with the Unity. So I don't know, but. Witcher, Witcher series. That's very good. So I'm looking forward to the second season of that. But it's going to be interesting to see
2: about Netflix and actual video games. Yeah. I'm curious. Is anybody want anything to say about it? I
0: don't know. It's Netflix. So I always take a wait and see approach with those guys when it comes to anything that they do. Um, like you said, I mean, right now it's kind of a, they're, they're, you know, 50, 50, you know, one, one thing's been pretty good. The other thing has been pretty bad. So mm. I'm going to give them a minute, uh, I mean, you know,
3: I mean, we'd love to see who they partner with because I don't think they have, uh, they have a lot of game development teams. So they probably will need to, I don't know, license. Some of their IPs to a non-developer. So. Yeah,
0: so it sounds like a thing they want to do. They're just not. They're. They, they, it's almost like they don't know what to do with it.
1: Oh well, maybe they'll have a better go of it than Google did with Stadia.
0: Oh lord. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> I think that bar's subterranean. Oh man. It's so bad. <laughs>
3: Actually, it you know it will be interesting to see if their uh, if their content uh, subscription for games uh, is going to be streamed or not. So that's interesting.
1: Yeah, I I think it will be. It's Netflix, isn't it? They'll probably do retail versions as well. Like they couldn't. But I wouldn't be surprised if it every if it was primarily a stream thing. Just through your Netflix app on the PC? Mm -hmm. On the PS5? Or the Xbox?
3: I wonder if they have... Series.
1: Series X, that's the one.
3: I wonder if they have the technology for it, though. Because streaming, you know, movies and the like is one thing. Streaming games is much different. Because... It is very different.
1: It is. I, I think Netflix, of all companies, will... Have that technology.
0: Yeah. And I mean they can't keep doing things like the boredom snatch. I mean the bander snatch. <laughs> did you guys see that? Do that that whole thing with Netflix? I haven't. It's I haven't no. It was quite boring. For me anyway. I mean interactive movie kind of thing where you choose your own path and
1: Yeah. <sighs> uh, they've done a few of those, haven't they? With um I think they did one with Minecraft as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a neat concept, and it's not a bad thing, but um, I don't know. Sometimes you just want to watch a movie, and it just seems weird kind of thing. So I don't know. I don't know.
3: We'll have to see. uh, Like I
0: said, wait and see on it for me. Yeah. What about you, Alessio?
3: Wait and see?
2: Well, yeah.
3: I mean, we don't have that much to go along anyway for now. So definitely have to wait and see.
1: So, speaking of waiting and see, we've had uh, reports that we might have to wait and see what's happening with the game. Uh, we're on to Microsoft now, and uh, the first one is Starfield. Like, we we talked about it last time, it's going to be in PC and Xbox exclusive, but now Jason has come out and said that Starfield is nowhere done. Now, my argument to that is, that doesn't mean they're not going to release it. Let's face it, Fallout seventy six was barely a vertical slice when it got released. So, field t- nowhere near done.
3: Yeah, we'll probably see it next week. <laughs> no, he, he said that uh, you know it should be it should be showcased at t three, but uh, from what he knows, uh, they are targeting late twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know. Personally, I have a few doubts on this because, as I mentioned, uh, you know, in our, in our staff chats, uh, Bethesda Game Studios have been trying to, uh, you know, compress, really compress the time between uh, reveals and releases of a game. They've been doing it with Fallout 4 and Fallout 76, you know, but. Yeah. Revealed the T3 and uh, launched in November, so within six months. So, you know, if they actually revealed Starfield the T3 and then launched it in late next year, it's uh, yeah. it's a major difference, a major departure from there. At the same
1: time, Bethesda now have new overlords who need to sell consoles, so that does probably come into
2: it.
3: Yeah, I guess but uh, I don't know. Uh I guess we'll see. It's not it's not far now it really so. We'll
1: yeah. See. It's it's a weird one. It, from what Shreya said, the the plan is to tease a release for Starfield. I mean, I still remember with Skyrim, that was about 11 probably 11 months to a year. Probably, yeah. Well, yeah, three quarters of a year to a year. And I remember the very first tease, and that was literally just, I'm sure it was like 11-11-11 when it was released or something like that. Was it? I don't remember. It was like three, all the digits were the
3: same or something silly like that. Yeah, yeah, well, was, that was the date. In fact, some are, are one, you know, I've been wondering if they, if they did something like uh, 22 February 2022. Oh, so, 22, 2, Yeah. Yeah, possible. Well, yeah. Sky...
1: Jesus Christ, Skyrim's that old. It was 11, 11, 11.
0: Oh, my God. I've you, just it's easy that. to forget that because it's been constantly re-released. I'm going to say, didn't they release a version like yesterday? <laughs> On the edge of sketch On the edge of sketch oh, yes. Oh, you're finally awakened. It
1: just works. I don't know. Yeah, I I know we've talked about it in the past. Um, everybody was... Ex- well, we were expecting Skyrim just because of Bethesda Game Studios' release schedule. It's like every two or three years. But, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was set back because I think it will be corporate overlords this time. And And weirdly enough, I think both for the good and for the bad, I think Microsoft will have looked at the launch of Fallout seventy six and thought, "Oh no, we do not want that shit representing us."
0: No, they so don't. They
1: look. They'll also look and think, but we need to sell consoles, so let's tease some Starfield. So
0: true.
1: yeah, I think I think we probably will see a bit of a teaser for Starfield, but I wouldn't be surprised if we're probably about a year away.
0: Do you, Do you think Pre- it's going to be one of those like Elder Scrolls six? 6- Teasers, or it's literally just a rendering of a, a camera pass. Well, to be fair, in fact, now you mention it, Bethesda's already teased Elder
1: Scrolls Six, haven't they, unless Yeah. So, and that's not going to be coming out for at least another like two or three years. So,
3: I think they've thrown
1: uh, they've already thrown out the window about that. The thing know, is, yeah,
3: actually, since uh, you know, if we take. Uh, Jason's uh, you know uh, reveal for granted that is to say that Starfield is still one year and a half away or so yeah. and we have to assume that uh, uh, the other called 6 is at least four and a half years away probably uh, so one year and a half plus three minimum
1: so. yeah so yeah in reality I, I would yeah Bethesda have already thrown that out of the window about you know, quashing, compressing the time between announcing or teasing something and releasing it, so yeah, there's no way we're seeing Elder Scrolls 6, because, was it E3 last year when they teased Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield? I believe
0: so.
3: No, actually they uh, they teased them both when they announced uh, Fallout 76, because the reasoning was uh, okay, we're doing this multiplayer game, but uh, uh, we are also basically in pre production of uh, two single player games. So
2: they, they wanted... did. Yeah. You see? Yeah. yeah, it was in 2018. Holy shit. That's but, mad. Yeah. But so, uh, like, like I said, know, was, tw- they knew
1: Fallout 76 was going to be utter dog shit. So here's two games that hopefully won't be dog shit.
3: <laughs> Ooh, we'll it up. wasn't quite like that but yeah I mean it was more more of a reassurance that they weren't going to do multiplayer only games in the future so they yeah, basically we're said there. we're Starfield and the Earth Score 6 will be single player they said it so.
1: yeah as much as Activision say that the, um, they haven't been handed by COVID I think every game been has been put off a bit by COVID so Starfield next year, yeah, that sounds about realistic.
2: Elder Scrolls six in about, I don't know,
3: twenty twenty five if you are lucky.
1: <laughs> I think it'll be a bit shorter than that, just because they're gonna, yeah, just with the way they're doing things. So twenty twenty four maybe, just because they'll 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 have people working on that already. So yeah. Yeah, they have, year, Elder Scrolls 6 in
2: 24, and about El- right. God knows whatever else, Prey 3 in 2030.
3: Uh, now the good thing about Microsoft is that they might be releasing through all of their studios like one big RPG, uh, AAA RPG every year or so, like okay. Starfield and uh. Maybe Fable, maybe about the next game from Obsidian. Then uh, there is the new game from Exile. There is, you know, there are yeah. lots of. Yeah, the Elder Scrolls Six, of course, eventually. So.
1: Well, that's it. Speaking of, uh, you've mentioned Obsidian, so Microsoft have, uh, yeah, they're holding on to Outer Worlds, which is, is to be expected. The first one was launched through Private Division. Uh, a section of um, gear, 2K or Take-Two or Gearbox. Oh, Take-Two,
2: um,
1: yeah. Yeah, Take-Two. That's their sort of like mini division. And uh, yeah, so Microsoft are going to be controlling the Outer Worlds from here on, which they bought Obsidian, so of course they're going to. It's not much, but apparently Take-Two are surprised about it.
3: No, actually the the, the surprise is that because... In the investors' call, they basically, they basically said that uh, they were going to be involved in the franchise future. But then Gamma Sutra, I think, uh, basically reached out to, uh, to confirm this. And <laughs> Take-Two said, that, no, actually, Microsoft will be publishing the, game, the future games. Oh. It's a bit of a we turnaround. We've been
1: told we're not going to be involved.
3: Yeah. So yeah. Basically, uh, of course, Microsoft will have will have re- written a check. Sure.
1: I don't see. I don't know how that. It depends on what the deal was. Because if the deal was just for them to publish the first game and nothing was signed for a sequel, then there'll be no check because the the IP belongs to Obsidian. Uh, well, Obsidian and now Microsoft. So yeah. I don't, I don't think there will be a check. There would have been a check if Microsoft wanted the first release, same as with Wasteland Three by Exile, and um, obviously Koch Media or Deep Silver published that. So yeah, Microsoft are just letting the original games go to whoever currently has the rights for them, such as those two Bethesda games for the PlayStation, and then they're just going to control everything from the future onwards. They don't have to pay any extra money then.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, the way
3: it looks to me personally I I like it because of course a Private Division uh, is uh, basically a division that strives to make triple I games that is to say uh, not quite triple A but not quite indie so it's kind of a middle ground and, they used uh, to be
1: called double A games then
3: Yeah. But uh,
2: you're fired.
3: But, you know, with Microsoft, uh, perhaps they can get more investment for the next, the other worlds. And uh, I'm really interested in seeing what they can do with more budget.
1: I don't think they need to. But that's the problem with games now. You don't need to keep throwing massive budgets at everything because then. That's how companies fail. That is how sections get closed because when you start throwing forty, fifty million budget at every game, then that's you'll start losing money because the expectations are too high. The Outer Worlds didn't doesn't need that much. It was really good as it is. Wasteland that's a series that never needs that sort of you know as they call a triple A budget. Have them work on a triple A game, fair enough, but you don't need to pump every single series up to that
2: level. Let them be what they are. That's my argument anyway. Hate uh, I, don't, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I, I
0: I I I'm never gonna win the uh the, the fight on um you know. When it comes to uh the, the these people just buying everyone out and doing whatever and screwing over the whole thing, I'm just gonna go back to my old games. That's what i'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm just gonna go back and i'm gonna finish all the games that I never finished before. Where's my super nintendo this i'm I'm sick of this crap this is the the politics of the gaming industry have have just gone on too long. <laughs> Burn it to the ground. Let's start over. oh dear. You've
1: got a point, and I, we've had this, both of me and you tend to agree that this, this massive consolidation of the industry is really not going to be good for the future. People are trying to, the industry is growing so big, and you've got just a few companies trying to control all of it. They just want the biggest piece of an ever-growing pie, which that's what companies are for, of course, but yeah. I suppose in uh, different studios keep being keep being made and they keep releasing games, but then they get bought by Activision, and then they get told to work on Call of Duty,
2: and then Chris cries. Ah, right. Well,
3: but you know, beyond Microsoft, uh, one of the largest drivers of this consolidation is Embracer Group. I mean, they... But yeah, we will get onto them. It's just with us talking about.
1: Take two. Obviously, they they've lost um, the outer worlds, but they have announced a few games, haven't? Or they've announced they're making. They're definitely going to have a certain number of games out this year or this financial year, haven't they, Alessia?
3: Yeah, actually, uh, they basically said that in the next three fiscal years they will release some sixty games. You know, between. Mobile, independent style, and immersive, that is to say, AAA. And uh, interestingly, this year they said they have uh, four core games, uh, one of which is a new IP from Gearbox, which honestly we weren't quite uh, expecting. Because if anything, we were ex- ex- expecting maybe. A new Brothers in Arms, which Gearbox has been promising for years, but in, it never comes. Uh, a new IP is a kind of an unknown quantity at this point, so we'll have to see.
1: It's in, that's interesting, because obviously Gearbox is now owned by Embracer. Yeah. So. so It's probably a prior deal. So, yeah, take two, get to publish a game, and then if it does good, they get to lose all rights to it again.
2: Yay!
1: Then again, I'm not going to complain when it's Take-Two. They really are. They're probably worse than Activision has been scum in the industry okay. with how much they put into their
3: sports games. But, uh, you know, as a strategy gamer, you should be happy to know that Fire Access will reveal several games this year.
2: Yay! I am happy about that. Civilization and XCOM. And possibly a new Sid Mears Pirates. (laughs)
1: It was good. It's been a while, hasn't it? Oh, God. About 20
2: years now, maybe? No, maybe 17, 18 years. Let me Google that. Sid Mears Pirates. Uh, 2004, 17 years then. Jesus Christ, feeling old,
0: is that what that is? Yeah,
1: I am feeling old now.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my god, oh, why am I so old?
3: Speaking of old things coming back, time splitters is coming back.
2: Yay. That's
1: and,
0: a, uh, yeah, I like time splitters. It's, I like time splitters. two. Again, the time splitters two. Past that, time it was like,
1: two.
0: yeah. What was that? The one that came out after that
2: one? Oh,
0: that's a good question.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, future that's perfect.
0: Too. That's what it was.
1: Oh God, yeah.
0: You see there? Yeah, you I went. Oh God. <laughs> so, so go back to what worked. As long as they go back to what worked, do you think there's going to be a new one, or it's going to be like a? But then again, Future Perfect did do well enough at the time.
3: Yeah, I mean the interesting thing is that they are basically rebuilding the Free Radical Design Studio. They have two of the veterans that play, um, you know, worked on the original game. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they can. Carry the torch. I hope so. Yeah, you know these days I think uh, they will have to (laughs) radically uh, reinvent the gameplay, I I guess, because it's been a very long time since. Yeah, uh,
1: they it was um, it's a weird one the way Free Radical happened because obviously Crytek bought them out, then. They became Crytek UK because, of course, they did, and then <laughs> Ambassador yeah. Studios.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, they were both. The Crytek UK was bought out by um, Deep Silver, which was, and then yeah, It's yeah, it's a weird one. I just remembered the last game made by Free Radical, and that was um, his, a weird yeah. shoot, a weird boring shooter where you had drugs.
2: I like
0: drugs, yeah. but
1: yeah.
0: Oh, sorry, drugs. Drugs are bad.
1: Drugs are bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. I, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, they've not got the key. They've got two of the key people. They've moved them out of Dambusters. Um, the problem is, like, what have they been doing? What have they been doing for the past decade? Like, I they haven't. Know. Well, no. I wouldn't say the decade, for the past five years they made like Homefront the Revolution which was
2: a game, it was a game and right? what have they done since then? It's like, I don't know I don't, well they aren't yeah. they behind that
1: there's a game they've made like Chorus is it or something like that
3: well,
2: it's just they are assisting. I think, technically, they are doing oh, they the dialing. time. That. That. Oh, oh, That's yeah. one of the yeah. have a long You
1: can me. come forever. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, chorus, that was it. Um, yeah, that looked interesting. I remember seeing that at Gamescom, so okay, we'll see. So yeah, pre-radical, time splitters, yeah, it's something to look forward to. And Keith is now going to play all the all the time splitters
3: games to re- get ready for it.
2: I guess we I have can a uh better doing that.
3: You know, we can have a good follow up on this because of course uh Deep Silver is owned by Embracer. Yeah. And Embracer CEO Lars Wingerforce said something quite interesting in the in the investor's call, which is to say that uh, He he and the company basically want to continue challenging the paradigms in, in the industry to basically reduce platform fees. According to what he said, the actual fees paid to platform holders, that is to say both console and Steam, so Valve, for digital sales alone were estimated to be twice the actual costs spent on game development.
1: That's insane. I mean, I've always known they were too much, especially when you look at thirty percent is thirty percent is prohibitive when it comes to Steam. Even though Valve did reduce it once Epic started challenging them, it is it's insane. It's just insane. It drops down to twenty if you make over fifty million dollars, but that's yeah. If you make fifty million and you still you're still giving away ten million to Valve. It
2: does yeah. not cost them
1: that much, so yeah. yeah. And people, I know every, it. I know all the Valve fanboys and all everybody suffering from Stockholm syndrome are going to come out in right. the rampage now. But you're all wrong. You're all wrong. Listen to Chris. Chris knows <laughs> the truth. You're all wrong. And even with consoles, I start to think it becomes too thirty percent is too much. I can understand 20% with consoles because the console manufacturers sell consoles at a loss and they do make their money through the licensing and that is how those games get to the people who have the consoles so I, ev- I can even appreciate 20% there but Valve no, drop it down to 15 or drop it down to what Epic does 12
2: who else has dropped it to 12 recently? no, no Microsoft
1: my... so. On yeah, the Microsoft.
2: Microsoft. Well. So, if they've done that on the... Have they
1: dropped it to 12 on the consoles as well?
3: Uh, no, but uh, one of those documents that leaked basically from the trial, the Epic versus Apple trial, suggests that basically they wanted to do it, but uh, maybe, I don't know, the plan went all right, I don't know. <laughs> it, it wasn't okay. announced yet, so
1: right this 12% I, I can accept 15 it's a push for a console i can accept 20 but yeah 12 seems fine epic knows what they're doing i mean they're really trying to disrupt the industry themselves and there's no doubt they want to be the lead a, a leading power in it so it's all it's just all a pissing contest between companies
3: yeah but something that's that's thrown up is that uh... You know, people say Epic is doing this for themselves. I mean, sure, they're doing this for themselves, for themselves, but it benefits uh, the company. Still, it will benefit a lot of other minor, yeah, smaller folks as well. So that's the more important thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Keith, I think you, you, you get the money together, and we'll just create a massive company that rules everything.
0: oh! oh. I mean, these days, all you have to do to be a company is buy another company. You don't actually have to do anything. You just keep buying well, other companies and let them do it for you. Let's pull
1: together and buy Activision,
0: and then burn it to the ground.
1: <laughs> oh dear! Wow. I think that's everything I've got to say. Um, yeah. Anybody want to add anything? I am. I'm not,
3: good. You're know, just not dead. to this one. Something that I wanted to tell Keith, I don't know if he knows it, uh, it just popped up uh, yesterday.
0: Is there's that... a good chance I don't. <laughs> what? I said, there's a good chance I don't know it then if it was just yesterday. What What do we got? What do we got?
3: We got basically uh, the first PC game that officially supports uh, dual sense features. Oh, right? so I
0: did it's... see that. I did see that. Now I want a DualSense controller so I can try it out since I can't buy a PlayStation 5 anywhere. Why can't you? Oh, because there's this like vast conspiracy where these companies release products but they don't actually put it on store shelves or they don't make any of them. They just release Oh, you mean it. like Nintendo have been doing for decades? <laughs> right. I don't know. I actually heard somebody say that like what they're doing is they're, they're just not making them. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, they yeah, had to Nintendo release them.
1: Done that for, Nintendo have done that for such a long time.
0: Well, Nintendo does it for artificial scarcity, right? Yeah. So it's like they, but they they do it like in a limited deal, so that they can charge thirty dollars for an amiibo that unlocks parts in the game that should just be there. That's a whole different story. <laughs> Where's Dave? Where is Dave? I need somebody to defend this and and tell me why it makes <laughs> sense. To have to buy a thirty-dollar toy to unlock fast travel in a game, I just—I'm sorry—it <laughs> just really bothers me. Um, but I don't no, they, think there's any defending it. No, there can't be. But if there was anybody that could, Dave would be our guy. <laughs> anyway, uh no, that's the thing. Like people are are convinced, and no, the reality is they they can't make enough of them, especially these yeah. days. Um, but so. Yeah, DualSense on a PC game. Do you think we'll get more of that, Alessio? Do you think this was a one-time deal? Because I didn't see it
3: coming. Yeah, uh, me neither. Because uh, I was under the impression that Sony was kind of playing it uh, close to their chest, basically telling developers not to release DualSense features on PC, you know, to have uh, kind of an advantage, uh, that is to say, Use uh, the PS5, buy it on the PS5 and also get yeah this field. Um But uh, it seems like it's not the case. So that makes me happy because it's it be really good.
0: And Sony seems to be embracing the PC a little bit more. Do you think that could be? I don't want to say necessarily because of the way Microsoft has, has done, but do you think it's possible that, while they are selling pretty, they're selling well on the PS5, but they they can't make enough to keep selling it. And the problem that you run into there is you're only selling games to people who have the console, right? And right now, where it's a really big thing, what if they started kind of porting some of those over to PC, and they started allowing like cloud saves, so that if you had it, almost like cross buy, if you buy the game. Yeah. And you got it on PC, you can play it now, but if you get a PS five, you can you could just carry it over. I don't I know. I do
1: think part of, part of the reason they're releasing a lot of older games on the PC is because of the scarcity of the PS five.
0: Yeah, it and gives them an opportunity the to bring in more income through a new customer base and they can test the waters to see how it how the revenue looks on that end. Yeah. You know.
3: Um, yeah, but you know, I think they've uh, they've seen that Microsoft has been successful. You know, even with releasing games on Steam, they uh, have like been. Microsoft. But uh, so. Sony's
0: different. You know, you're talking about two different um, companies that operate in different parts of the world. Um, one mm-hmm. is very traditional, and one is very uh, radical in a lot of those those ways. One I mean, has had market dominance for years on end, and uh, now they're being challenged in ways they didn't expect. So,
2: yeah.
3: Well, it's, I'll, it's I'll say that uh, I'm happy that Days Gone seems to be doing well. Uh, oh, yeah. It's actually sitting at 91 percent positive reviews on Steam, and it's one of the best-selling games globally. According really, to just having.
1: I'm just having so a look now, looking on the Steam page and um I they're only estimates by Steam Spy, but between one hundred and two hundred thousand donors, all time peak and the current peak of twenty five thousand three hundred and ninety nine people playing. Yeah. And that is the peak of current con you know, same players. Horizon zero dawn on the on Steam. Steam Spy estimates between one and two million owners. Um all time peak players of Forty nine and a half thousand. So yeah, it's not bad. But I mean, buying the games.
0: Yeah, I like that. It gives it. It diversifies there because I, I personally think that if you put up like Microsoft's whole game studio stack and you put it up against Sony's, Sony's single player games are leagues, leagues beyond, ahead. Better. Leagues ahead. Yeah. And and I'm I like both. I've got them all sitting over here. I, this is. People in their allegiance to their boxes irritates the dog mess out of me because I think I think be, be PC gamers being having access to some of these without having to buy a little underpowered plastic box is great.
1: Yeah, well, they're not that little
0: anymore, are they? That's the problem. Well, the the Series S is, but it's still yeah, the PS5s. the consoles are good. The new consoles are good, but in the past they have been underpowered plastic yeah. pieces of um, unesthetically pleasing. <laughs> uh you know dust collectors for me but yeah i i do like uh, seeing more come to pc more diversity in it i don't i'm not going to make the argument that sony should release things try and release things across to the microsoft platforms and that there should be this one platform to rule them all kind of thing because that stifles innovation and creativity but i like to see um i like how i'm seeing sony reach out and offer it to other people, but still doing their own thing. So yeah. PC's different. Yeah. Yeah. PC's a very different animal when it comes to gaming. So
3: uh, it's interesting because we've seen we've seen many, many uh games that we used on to see only on consoles. For example, the Yakuza games, but also Persona 5. Strikers, for example, and now Shin Megami Tensei. I mean, all sorts of Japanese games uh, are coming uh, to PC, to Steam, recently. So it's interesting.
2: Yep. Yes. I'll heal the future. And Alessio, is my Ratchet and Clank here yet? No. (laughs) No,
1: it isn't. Uh,
3: It's still... uh... I think 20, 20 days almost.
0: Yeah. You might want to learn how to turn on your PlayStation 5 before it comes out, though.
3: Oh, my God. That's another 20.
0: <laughs> Just practice it maybe, every other day. it's a and turn manual. It on.
3: I mean, imagine if you don't try to turn it up until you get the code, and then it doesn't work. So because yeah,
0: you got to update it, and it takes 10 hours to update it. Oh, my God. All right. I'm going to have to put in the calendar for, like,
1: tomorrow. I'll just spend a full day doing that. Figuring okay. out how to turn on the big box of monsters.
0: There you go. Give you something to do.
1: Yeah, but I think that's everything from me. That's it for me, guys. I'm going to go flying. You flying? You flying? You droning? Mm-hmm. Arr, 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 arr. I'm playing King of Seas at the moment, which... By the time this is out, the review will be out.
0: Oh, good. I look forward to it.
1: It's decent. Shh.
0: Just in case. (laughs) Now the review will be out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm out, guys. Yeah, Good. Thank you all. See you all
3: next week. Bye. Bye.